When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM, let's create. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guys, this episode of Get Real Podcast is Cat Nail. She is so spunky, so sweet, so cute, so energetic. I adore her. She's married to David Nail. We talk about their love story, how they met at a bar. You know, always good romance happens at a bar. I think it was a bar and Jack in the Box that led to their romance and farting. <laughs> You're not going to want to miss that story. It's hilarious. But we also get real about their journey to children. Um, they tried for four years to have kids and with no luck. And then they had twins via in vitro. And we talked about that journey as well as her just trying again. They just tried again for another baby, um, in vitro and they lost that. And we talk about that journey because pregnancy and getting pregnant is such a sensitive, vulnerable, emotional topic and, before I got involved in this pregnancy journey myself, I thought, oh, it's so easy. You just get pregnant. But that's just not the case. And I have so many friends who have so many different journeys to motherhood. And Kat is one of those who is sharing her story. So here she is, Kat Nail. Hey. Okay, I am here with Kat Nail. Yes. What's going on, Kat? Well, <sighs> you started this off with like just the greatest way ever because you gave you have root beer floats. Yeah. It is really one of the greatest gifts that God has given us. It there's there's nothing better than a root beer float. I mean, like we were saying, it's like who thought I'm going to take some ice cream and pour some root beer over it, and 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 like not a Coke float. No, you don't do Coke floats. No, it's a root beer. Has to be root beer. Yeah, and like what is root beer? I don't even know what it is. I don't either. Because David and I got in this conversation. (laughs) Oh, this is and I was like, I hate licorice. But it kind of has like that that licorice taste. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if, if it's in like the same family. Like what's the root of the beer? Yeah. And beer. Of the beer. And beer. Well, and you know, I didn't know for the longest time that ginger beer right. is non-alcoholic until I was pregnant. And then you realize you can have it. I know. Yeah. So it was like all the like Moscow Mules like mocktails. It's very misleading with the beer. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned David. We'll go ahead and just say you're married to David Nail. Yeah. One of the greatest singers ever. Oh, well, thank you. I agree. How is it being married to a musician? <laughs> Million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you answer that? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just a wild ride. Well, and you're a musician that's married to a musician. Former. So I'm retired now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I never imagined this. Like, I never... Um, 
he was never the type that I dated. Let's just say like okay. my history of dating was not leading me down the path of like the music industry whatsoever. Um, you know, I went to Ole Miss. I was more into like the preppy like business guys. And then it just happened. Like y'all story is crazy. You kind of have to give us a debriefing it's, on it's your story. crazy Because you were visiting Nashville for the weekend or something or had you just moved here? Yeah. Okay. So... Way back in the day, I am a retired beauty queen. Yes, you um, are, sister. <laughs> so I had just competed at Miss Tennessee USA. I think I was like 20, 23 or 24. 23. Okay. Um, just, just a little bit. Okay. Right. And yeah, I'm not the one that's used to the mic in the hand. Girl, you are natural. <laughs> yes, you are beauty queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> World peace. Okay. So um, I had, we had... I'd met some girls that lived in Nashville. I was currently living in Memphis after I graduated from Ole Miss. And just typical Ole Miss fashion, girls get married the day they graduate. Is that like a thing? It is. And you're like, it's actually a lot of pressure. You know, I was in a sorority. I was a Chi Omega. Yes. And I just remember like all these, we had candlelight ceremonies whenever you got engaged. So everyone just wants to get married right away? Oh, 100%. And you're like an old maid if you're oh, if you're not. Yes. Really? Yeah. How do you deal with that pressure? It was awful. I was like severely depressed. What are you, like, like 23 years old or something? You're 20. I mean, I was 22. Who's even like capable of knowing anything at 22? Exactly. I mean, I was an idiot. I mean, thank God. Thank God <laughs> I never got married at 22. That would be a disaster Ugh, zone. Right. I think about it. Like, <laughs> thank you, Lord, for sparing me on that one. But um, I just remember all these candlelights and when's it going to be my turn? When am I going to get the pin drop? You know, so it's like, more peer pressure than actual wanting to get married. I think so. I think it is. Yeah. And then once I was out of that environment, I was like, Oh, I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, and so I started gaining a lot of like just independency and actually thriving in that and going, God's got a plan for me. I'm okay. I'm going to let these other fools get married Yeah. <laughs> and I'll learn from them. Yes. Um, so I had some, uh, really fun roommates in, in um, Memphis. They were my dearest friends and they were getting married. And I was like, well, crap. <laughs> now everyone's getting married. They're my getting backup married. plans are now married. I got to move home. <sighs> and so home for me was just 30 minutes down the road in Collierville, Tennessee. So um, I was like, this is very temporary, mom and dad. I don't get used to this. Um, took a, I planned a trip to come to Nashville and it was supposed to be at the end of March. I was staying with some girls that I had met at Miss Tennessee. And just to just kind of toy around with the idea of moving up here. And um, that trip, believe it or not, it snowed in Nashville. Oh it was gosh. like, it was 08. And it, it was the end of March, snowed so bad that we couldn't make the trip. So we had to reschedule it for like April 11th. Okay. I remember it was April 11th. And when I came up, we all went out one night, just, you know, fun single girls. And you went to the tin roof. Oh, yes. The TR, of course. But Let's there's a, everybody there's a went. And Henry and the Seahawks story. was playing. Wasn't, didn't you meet David at the bar, but he kind of was flirting with your friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, <laughs> or they had met first or something? They had met before and they were kind of in the, this like friend group circle. And she was a beautiful girl. She, um, she was like a model and she competed at Miss Tennessee and stuff too with me as well. And we just, I was actually kind of talking to somebody back at home in Memphis and I had just hung up the phone with him outside the bar and I come back to my seat and there's this new person there. And I was just like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, who are you? And it was just like this smart aleck banter, which is like exactly how we still are today. It's just... <laughs> smart aleck and sassy and I mean it was just like crazy he said um I think it was like really early in the morning I want to say we shut the bar down um but he asked us he said hey if y'all take me home I love this story <laughs> I'll get all of y'all jack in the box I mean that's a prize Heck yeah, man. I mean, jack in the box yes I'm sign me up I know and <laughs> believe it or not I was sober <laughs> And I was like, okay. I mean, I had just come off of like competing in Miss Tennessee. You're ready for French fries. Skinny as crap. I want some damn fries and a burger. Give me the fries. And a taco maybe. Oh, all of it. <laughs> Get a few so things. We start, and I don't know my way around town. So all I know is we're going to Jack in the Box. Well, he's in the back seat and we get on the interstate. Now I know it was I-65 South. 
um, which heads to Franklin, <laughs> the opposite, opposite direction. direction of downtown where he lived. <sighs> and so he's in the back seat and he goes, why are we passing Harding? You know, like where where are y'all taking me? And she, <laughs> you've the been girl kidnapped. driving was like, yeah, you're you're kidnapped. <laughs> We're going to the Franklin one. You can just stay the night at our house. Well, anyways, long story short, he ended up staying at the house. Um, total PG. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, you're a he good made a girl. He made a cot on the floor. <laughs> and we should probably add the part that he actually did make out with the girl. <laughs> He, well, okay, so they got a little kiss again. Yeah, a little kissy kissy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, I was just like rolling my eyes because all I wanted was sleep at this point. Um, yeah, so then the next morning. Is, and are y'all all in the same room? He was like on the cot and she and I were like in the bed. <laughs> and then my other friends were downstairs. Did he just like crawl up in the bed and do a little making out and then go back to No, I think there was a little booty texting going on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's like... You know, I don't Come know. Come down, meet me on the yes. floor. And then at that point, I was like, another one of our friends came home and she was, yeah, three sheets to the wind. And I was like, all so right. So y'all were just having it all happen at oh, this house. Gosh. Everybody yeah. was like living it up. They were. And I was completely sober. Oh, but I no. just had a hamburger. I was You're tired. feeling good and full. Yep. Yes. yes. And so anyways, the next morning, I can't believe I'm about to tell this story, oh, but who is, cares? Is David going to freak out? No, no, no. It's more of embarrassing. It should be embarrassing for me, but the thing about me is I have no shame. I love that about you. And it's just really hard to embarrass me, so I'll just, like, embarrass myself before you get the chance. <laughs> just go ahead and get it out there. I'll just go get it out there. Yeah. All right, so the next morning, at this, I, like, had gone downstairs in the middle of the night when I was, like, fed up and just ready to sleep. So I went and slept on the couch, and two of my girlfriends who I brought with me from Memphis were, um, were, were, up th- were down there. So I go downstairs. Oh, we got a, we got a Lawson calling. Lawson's telling me he's done with lunch. That's okay. Great. Do you need to talk to him? Yeah. All right, buddy, go watch your movie. <laughs> um, and Lawson's one of one of your two twins. Yes, yes. He they're three and a half years old, and oh my gosh, just adorable, but so very needy cute. at this age. Hey, you yeah. know, so yes. he'll probably he may come down here in okay, just a great. minute because he's a mama's boy. Oh. I mean, he is. Yeah, you're about to experience girl world, but yes. I hope that in your future there's a little boy because there's honestly nothing more sweet. Does the boy? We'll get back to your story because yeah. you're right in the pinnacle of the great stuff. Yeah. But does the does the boy like love his mama? And does the girl like love? Is it like daddy's girl, mama's boy? Is that a real thing? It's it's so true. Even though she is a she really is a mommy's girl. Um, so you got them both. I have them both. Yeah, they're just like really we're we're together all the time. Um, and so I guess that's just part of it. We're just super close. And but like just a minute ago, she um, daddy was about to take her to the doctor, and she said, "Daddy." I love you so much. Oh, my gosh. Did he just die? Well, he's like, all right, what do you want? And she uh, goes, I watch your phone and the doctor. Like, <laughs> she wants to play with our phones. Uh-huh. So she butters him up. Before. She, she knows. knows how to work him at three. Well, I was looking at both of y'all's Instagrams, and he was saying that she's like a mini you. Oh, yeah. Like, just like your clone. Yeah, it's total payback. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. She's just, I'm like... I know you because I invented that. Yes. Like what you're doing, what you're trying to manipulate me. Like no. I came up with. Yeah. I'm the OG. I'm the, that's it. I was, uh-huh. I'm the OG of that. So it's just, it's really funny to like watch it pan out. And my mom actually will catch herself. Her name's Lily Kate, but my mom will call her Catherine because it's just you. Oh, it's me. I, I, I'm with her all the time. And she's like, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. So okay, um, there's water running. Is that okay? He's good. He's, yeah, he's good. Are we sure? Do you want to? He's probably washing his hands. He climbs he's a good up. Boy. He's a real good boy. Now watch us jinx it, and there's gonna be like a flood of water coming down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> um, let me check. Okay. Lawson, are you washing your hands? Or he's either doing the dishes or washing <laughs> your hands. See, he would be the angel that would wash his dishes. He would. Yeah. Sweet thing. She would just throw him to the dog. <laughs> clean yeah. these up yeah oh here it comes or here it's comes a dog, dog or a or, or a human dog oh we got charlie oh. charlie in oh, the house are you is this a Hi, distress charlie. call charlie <laughs> is this like hey, hey the gang's all shit's here going down upstairs you need to get up there <laughs> right now do you need to make a run upstairs or how are you feeling see this is called get real so we're just yeah you know life. what let's just go check okay let's go check yeah, yeah. See, this is my problem i'm way too laid back hold hey, on it's great you know i'm just gonna sit here and enjoy my root beer float for a second because I'm super pregnant. Oh, hey, Charlie. Charlie wants to join it with me. Oh, hey, Charlie. 
yeah, you guys, this is called Get Real Podcast. So we are just living life as it flows. And that's why it's just, you know, honest women, honest talk, doing the daily. All good. Okay, all good. Yeah. No disasters. Okay. He was just sitting on the sink, um, <laughs> washing his hands. He had peanut butter all over him. What God a bless it. good boy. All right, okay. so we're at the climat- climatic okay. part of the story. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, let me just preface this with my mother did try her darndest with me. She, she threatened me to go to charm school. <laughs> I did all these manners classes. They just didn't work. <laughs> well, I just so, love your personality because you were so you. real and honest to the core. It, I mean, yeah, that, that's an understatement. But that's so refreshing and it's so great. Well... Here's the next part. Okay. So you go to the couch because <laughs> Some you're Some women fed may up. be like appalled at this, but <laughs> I don't care. Okay. So I go downstairs to the couch and my girlfriends were just kind of waking up and we all of a sudden hear David coming down the steps and he just comes in and plops down and starts talking to us like, what's up? What's y'all story? Um, and like, how do y'all know each other? And the girls were like, oh, we competed in pageants together. And He's like, pageants? What? Like, don't you have to have a talent for that? <laughs> Which you don't. Not in the one I did. Okay. But, um, except I did tap dancing in a couple of, of them. Of course you did. Did not work out. Oh! <laughs> dancing to Bette Midler. In oh, tap shoes. yes, please. Oh, it was a hot little number, but. I, do you still know it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can, like, still do the opening part. Um I, wish, I wonder if I still have that red velvet costume. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, you should bust that mm-hmm. out for Girl, a special occasion. Should. Yes, you should. But they, my girlfriends were ratting me out. And they're like, oh, yeah, Catherine has her talent. And I'm like, oh, great. What are they going to say? And they were like, she can fart on demand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he goes, really? I was like, yeah. I and love so you. He goes, do it. And I'm on the couch like you are, and I just lean up, and I'm talking. So you have no shame in your game. No. Did you grow up with brothers? None. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That's that's where it is. So I have three older brothers. Oh, um, so you are like pro oh, yeah. at all the boy tricks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did yeah, he I just die? let it rip. Literally just let it rip. Did he die or oh, just die his laughing? His jaw was like on the floor. Like, <laughs> like here's this beauty queen. Who are you? Yes. Ripping ass. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so is no that kind of about it. Was that kind of where the true love started? I think so. God, girls just fart on him. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's, that's how you really meet your man. Let him know who you that's are. It. Let out a big rip. Yes, and it's true let's love. just get this out of the way. You know, a lot of girls will like go hide in the bathroom. Even like I know girls who are married and like won't fart in front of their uh, significant <laughs> other. I'm like, man, we got that out early. <laughs> You're like, that was day one. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, Charlie. Charlie. So then, um, yeah, after that, needless to say, it was like, well. So he kind of ended it with the other girl. Um, yeah, they were never like, they just like made out that one time. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Um, just trying it out. Yeah, whatever. Well, then um, he, I wasn't like attracted to him at this point. But then after that, we just started rolling and laughing. And it was like, oh, this dude's funny. Like he's dry. He's sarcastic. But he's so funny. Like, I get that kind of humor. Is that, is that kind of your humor? No, it's not my humor. Um, I'm, like, goofy and silly. <laughs> but it's... But I get it. You appreciate it. Yeah, I can appreciate your style of humor. Yeah. And um, a lot of people don't actually get that first impression from David at first. Um, you, you... I mean, I kind of did. But... <laughs> um, I just like to see the the light the lightness in people. I like to see the humor in uh-huh. people first. Yes. Um, and so, and that's just kind of how our relationship started. And then, honestly, it was it wasn't until he got out of the car because we dropped him off at his um, at his. Do you remember Laurel House? It was like this housing for yes starving musicians. Yes, okay. in the Gulch. In the Gulch. Yes, and it was like the only thing down there. It was actually yes. like the highest building at that point. Which Before was the like Gulch became stories. the Gulch. Yes, yes, that's where he lived. And I, I always thought, how cool! Like he must be doing so well, like it to live in this like really cool condo downtown. You know, little did I know, because uh, <laughs> he had told me that he worked at Home Depot. I had no idea that he was a singer. No, and and. And that's probably right when he was like in his hate, like coming he, out. I'm like, about to come alive was on was on the radio, and uh, yeah, I, I had no idea. But he said the reason he would always do that is because he was like, I just didn't want people to associate that with like 
a part of me, like yeah. who I am. He wanted to meet you first and yeah. like get to know you as a human. Yeah, Before exactly. you just only think, oh, you're an artist. Okay, you need to lay down right here. Charlie. Charlie, lay down. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> another baby in the house. Good, okay, Charlie. So, um, yeah, I got home, and this was in the day of MySpace. Yeah. So I get home, and there's a MySpace message, message from David Nail. Waiting for you? Yeah, waiting for me, like... Yeah, because this was probably before the day where you could uh, get, like, internet or social media on your phones. Yeah. Still, I mean, in 08. Yeah. Um, so I had to wait till I was home to, like, do all of my research on him. Like, who um, is this And guy? we went to the same person. You know Mark Glock, the modeling yes. agent? Yes. Um, he was a dear friend of mine and of David's. Okay. And so I instantly text him, and so did David. No he way. Was like, so David's over there telling, saying, like, tell me about this Catherine Wern was my maiden name. Wern, okay. Tell me about Catherine Wern, and I'm over there. Tell me about David Nail, and he's like, okay, this is crazy. Oh my gosh! So he was kind of a bit. He was a big part in like giving us the green light, like, saying like, okay, this yeah. guy's good. This girl's good. Yeah. And your friend didn't care. Your friend was like, oh no, yeah, no, uh, uh, because she was like, cat. I mean, it was just like a fun <laughs> night, like yeah. whatever. It yes. is what it is. Yes. No. Um. Yeah, and it wasn't awkward or anything like that. But so then after that, were y'all just kind of like on? Not really. I had to break off the relationship. Oh, yeah, because you were in, in another relationship. Yeah. Um, so I actually, that was hard. Yeah. Um, I, he thought it was more serious than I did. And so yeah. like, I had to do that whole. And honestly, I had never really had to do a hard breakup like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's typical for for girls to be the one getting broken up with. Right. Instead of doing the break. I mean, I had broken up with probably three other guys, but as an as really an adult, like out of college, it was like, oh, this is like really hard. Like I'm hurting someone. Yes. And I hated that feeling. I hated it so, so much. But I mean, there was just something about David that I knew. Like that this is the one I want to pursue yeah. this. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean he he came down like two weeks later to Memphis, met my parents, stayed with my parents. Dang. Remember at this point so I'm y'all still moving fast. Home. Oh, we were on the fast track <clears throat> for sure. And then it was like maybe a month and a half later I was up here. And then y'all were together. Yep. Together, engaged six months later. Are and you married kidding me? Seven months after that. So we had when we were married in June sixth of oh nine, we had only known each other since April eleventh of oh eight. So, like, right over a year. So, what, how did y'all know so fast? What was it? The only way I can describe it was, um, and I'm not really one for, like, sentiment, like, sappy, whatever, but it felt, I remember, it felt like something hit me. I was just, like, kind of in this, like, shocked, stunned, like, something feels so different about this, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I had never, ever, ever been pursued so hard yes he pursued and pursued and like to the point where I was like you're getting on my nerves <laughs> um but I kind of needed that and like he wrote my my parents a letter stop that after he stayed after two weeks we after two weeks that we had met he came down wrote my parents a letter and left it in their bedroom and it was just like oh I mean he's a songwriter he got he has a way with words oh. and I mean just like you're just telling my parents how wonderful I am and thank you for raising such a great girl stop. and stop like oh yeah like that he has the best of intentions stop I know so your parents are like on board yep they're like he's done got our vote yeah and I had just gotten out of a, a more serious relationship um probably six months later and so and this was a point where my dad was like yeah six months earlier I had gotten out of a nasty relationship and my dad it was like to the point where he sat me down and was like I I hate seeing you hurt like you've got to get out of this and when your dad tells you that and you know my dad's not one for like expressing emotions or anything like that so for him to sit down and tell me like "Mm, Mm -hmm. I I hurt for you like I don't see this as the best for you wow Yep. Yeah. And then, man, that made it easy. That is helpful, actually, to have that kind of intensity coming from your dad. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so, so then they, it was, it. he was like a breath of fresh air of like, this is how a woman is supposed to be treated. Like, literally, I remember he, he, we were in my parents' kitchen and he like picked me up and sat me on the counter. And it like made oh. me so uncomfortable because I'm not one who loves flattery. Oh. And so he was, he sat me on the counter and he was just staring at me. And I was like, what? This is so awkward. Like what? <laughs> and he's like, you know, just like laying it on thick about how beautiful I am. I'm like, he's literally lifting me up and putting me on a pedestal. Oh, literally. Yeah. 
Like physically? Yes, physically like lifting me up and just ad- admiring me. Oh my gosh. So that was so foreign and so new to me that, yeah. So that's what was different. That's so how then how did you, and how did you embrace this Nashville life? Being in the music scene, him traveling, yeah. girls probably yeah. throwing themselves at him. How did yeah. you embrace all of that? So I think my, the, my approach is still the same approach today is like, almost like ignorance is bliss, not with like the girl stuff. I'm just saying as far as not getting heavily involved in his business, mm-hmm. not, um, not acting like I know a lot about the business or how he should do things because it literally is so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just try not to get like super involved with that aspect of his life. Um, you know, I, I would tell him to me, you're, you're, you're my husband, you're David nail, the husband, mm-hmm. when you come home, you're not David nail, the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna keep you humble. Okay. That's what I'm How do you for. keep him hum- humble? Oh, I make him, you know, just <laughs> listen, he, they, those artists have, they have minions that do stuff for him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not your damn minion. <laughs> you know, like you're going to take responsibility. And I mean, honestly, it was like training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so just yeah making him pull his weight at home and he's very good at that but it did take a little bit of training like okay you got to do some stuff like I know that people do you know your calendar for you but like I also need in on that or like I mean transparency is really big Mm -hmm. with as much as he travels um I think that was really tough for me like if I wanted to go to a wedding for instance um I would RSVP for the both of us and he'd be like well I can't go I'm on the road and I was like like we never went to a wedding together I mean I I think it took six years for us to actually go to a wedding together because he's just gone he was just gone every single weekend and people are like do you have a husband yes he's real he's not a mythological creature so it's it's lonely at times you know when you're having to go to all those functions solo Mm -hmm. um so yeah it can be really challenging it can be really lonely and I think as far as like people who are on the outside looking in you know and you you probably experience this too like it is not glamorous. It is not this life that people uh, fantasize about in their imagination. Like this, is, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, we're raising families. We're, the women are holding down the how, the homes while the husbands are away, you know. And yeah. for them too, for the husbands, it's not all glamorous. Like right. that's hard work. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine doing a hobby as a full-time job. Like mm-hmm. there is this love hate relationship that you know they probably have um and and we get to see that ugly part of the business they get to see the fun part right well it's because they're putting their whole souls on the line and everyone's just judging it but then also it's like if it's going great it's great but if it's going if it's like with anything you have highs and lows and so the highs are the person the lows are the person yes and they're gone you know just chasing this dream which is them yep it's a lot it is. And, um, you know, just you're and you're not only dealing with your deal. You still have to deal with life. Yeah. Um, so how do you throw kids into the mix? And you guys have quite the journey to children. That's right. Yeah, we did. And, and thank God we did because, you know, we did everything so fast. We got engaged fast. We got married fast. We didn't have kids fast, which was my plan. To have you them know? fast. Oh, yeah. Like I was ready, you know, 20, 25, 26. I was like, let's do this. <laughs> who knows what's he using saying? his imagination i don't oh, know go lawson is he calling for you or is he just i don't think that's a call for me oh he's having fun yeah, i think so okay we'll go hope, lawson we'll hope. Okay. um okay well anyways um <laughs> the what were we saying about not having kids oh, oh, oh kids oh yeah i'm glad we didn't because and david's very open about this so he wouldn't mind me talking about it but he had um undiagnosed depression Mm. and so how did he finally get it diagnosed about a year into our marriage I just said you you know I was just noticing like he was just like withdrawing and just kind of a darkness and he called me one day and he was on the streets of Las Vegas which great is that where revelations like come to life (laughs) I guess so (laughs) and so he's like something's not right I just don't feel myself I need help good for him for saying that Amen. Because there are, you know, I have dear friends whose husbands, I'm afraid, you know, are suffering from that. And, um, 
you know, maybe don't have the courage because it does take courage to say something's wrong. I need help. And I admire him for that. Tons of courage. Man. Especially when you're in the public eye. Right. Lawson, what do you need, bud? Charlie's, Charlie's making, making a mess. mess. Oh no! Well, you tell me about it, okay? Hi, Lawson. Hey, is Her. Charlie that making a mess? Like a mess all over your Hi. face. <laughs> Welcome Charlie? to the party. Hey, it's a party in here. Yeah. What's up, Lawson? Got you some say, peanut butter. You say hi. What's Charlie doing? Is he making a mess? Yeah. He is. What are we gonna do about that? Charlie's a girl, but we confuse it, don't we? We gave her a girl name. I mean, a boy name. Girl dog, a boy name. What are we going to do about this mess? Will you go clean it up for mommy? Yeah. Because you're an angel, aren't you? Hmm? Look at all this peanut butter. <laughs> all right. Go back upstairs, okay? Good. You're such a good boy, boy. cleaning up Charlie's mess. Yeah. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Okay, so yeah, the whole kid thing. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Lawson's <laughs> Look at the cutest perfection. little face that I ever mean, was. Perfection. Oh. So, you know what? He was worth the wait. Oh, yes, he but was. Yeah, so David went, it, it, it took a little while to, to heal um, so from how, depression. How did he do, how did he heal? Um, so, you know, just talk therapy and drugs. Drugs are good. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's an ever, ever changing kind of scenario. Um, meds always need adjustments and stuff. So, so, so you have still to stay time. on top of it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's still times where we're like, oh, this could be like, <sighs> Maybe a, a, a time where we need a little adjustment on the meds. Um, what? You want to sing us a song? Yeah. All right. What are you going to sing? What is it? Can you sing Go Tell It on the Mountain? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Go tell it on the mountain. Oh my goodness, Lawson! That's so pretty. Oh my 
my gosh. Oh. Um, do it again. Yeah, okay. let's hear it one do more time. Go to the mountains over there, but we will go to the mountains that Jesus Christ was born. Stop it. Lawson. You're a doll. You're a doll. That was no. so good. That was beautiful. That Pe- was so beautiful, Even Lawson. Even with peanut butter on your face. I mean, the cutest little thing I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, melts me. Just not, he can get away with stuff that Lily can't. Lily can't <laughs> because can't. he's so stinking precious. I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's never moving out. I no, already said never that. Getting a nope. wife, never getting a girlfriend. No, nope, nope. But nope. you know, we, um, you know, talking about all the the fertility journey. Like, I'm just glad that, you know, it's worth the wait. Look yeah. at this. Look at this. Look at this <laughs> okay, hold on. You're gonna have to go upstairs in just a minute. Okay, you got your movie on upstairs. I know you want a mic. He like my kids crave microphones. So they're gonna be stars. I mean, I I, I, I think she'll he'll probably be like the backup singer. You know, like, are you gonna be a drummer? Uh, hmm. Cause she steals the spotlight. She does. Just always has to be center of attention. Okay. No, maybe after. You want to play that for Miss Caroline after? Yeah. We okay. Play, will you go practice it and get it ready for us? Yeah. Here. Go upstairs. Go upstairs. And go, then we'll come listen play, to you play go it. Go play your guitar upstairs and then we'll come up there, And then okay? get the show ready for us. Please. And we'll come watch it. Yep. Yes. Set it all up. Your keyboard. Later. Not right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. We didn't plan on having I, it, kids. I, it's called Get It Real. That's right. This is real life. I want to play it. After I'm finished with this, okay. Will you go get your guitar? No. <laughs> um, and you know what's interesting? He's left-handed. Really? Uh-huh. So I have mirror twins. Lily Kate's right-handed. He's left-handed. So the way that he'll hold like a guitar is is so funny. He's a left-handed he's guitarist? Like, yeah. Yep. No way. Mm-hmm. Where's your left hand? <laughs> oh. Is that right or left? <laughs> right. Um... Right. That is your right hand. Yeah. Is that? What's that one? Uh-huh. Look at you. Good job. Can oh. you sit here and, and be quiet while mommy talks, please? No. 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 It's like, man, you go to the bathroom and you hear, <laughs> Mama! Well, hey, you know, that's like, real life what? with kids. What? Everyone like, always says you can't even go to the bathroom alone. I don't know. Man, I was trying to have a peaceful one this morning. And <laughs> nope. He told me, he said, Mama, I'm leaving. I say, where are you going? He said, high school. High school. Uh-huh. You go, boy. Yeah. Get ready. High school. I said, okay, you go. You go, buddy. You get on. You get <laughs> yeah. on with it. Um, but, yeah, our whole journey to kids was. Oh, my gosh. Now he's <laughs> kissing you. How can you even, like. Oh, gosh. How can you, I see why you can't oh, resist. Oh, like. I'm dying. Kissing your face. Inside. And you know what? Oh, my gosh. He'll say. He'll say He'll grab my face and he'll go, Mama, I love your face. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're leaving it on thick. Nope. Nope. We're not pulling that up. No. Nope. <laughs> I see you, baby. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we don't have a baby. So, we just went through, you know, IVF and um, it didn't work. Oh, I know, Kat. So, and how do you, yeah. how do you, because you did IVF for the twins. I did, yep. That's and it, how I got them. And, and it, it worked. It and it worked. And, and it stuck. Yeah. And so, so we four thought, years y'all did IV, y'all just tried, and then you did your first round of IVF and you. We tried. We did four rounds of IUI. Okay. So, um, the interuterine insemination. Um, and, you know, four times we heard no, and we were like, okay. Thanks to Karen Fairchild. I mean, honestly. From Little Big Town. Yes. She's amazing. Thanks to her. We were at a party one night and she said, Kat, you, if you don't call my doctor, I'm calling her for you. Wow. Because she will get you pregnant. Wow. And I believed her and literally on the phone on Monday morning, like, all right, I'm calling Dr. Dr. Eblen. Um, and Dr. Evelyn's gotten a lot of my friends pregnant, which is really fun. <laughs> um, like Cassie. Well, actually, Cassie did. Cassie actually got pregnant naturally. I know, but she, she was, was in the process yes. of doing all the things, and then they and got pregnant. She had talked to Dr. Evelyn, and Evelyn <clears throat> was the one that was like, "Oof, I don't know. I don't. You've got like a one percent chance." Yeah. Um, and then I'm uh, just a lot of other friends. Actually, Ellen Boyer, uh, Caroline Bryan's sister-in-law. Yeah. She now works for Abby Evelyn. That's amazing. And like it, it, it is. It really is. But. Um, 
we called Eblen and got the process started, and that was in 2014. Um, but I hyperstimulated from all the drugs, mm-hmm. and that was in January. I was hospitalized. They had to drain like three liters of fluid off my lung. Okay. Um, and so they said, "Yeah, you got to wait four more months." So I'm like, "I've waited four years, but what's yeah. four more months?" Oh well. And hang on. So in April, April 15th, we put two embryos in. Oh, we'll do it in a minute. We put two embryos in, and they stuck like glue. Um, and, that's and, and so that's Lillian Lawson. Lawson. And we had we had three left. Um, and I I thought just recently this is a good time to maybe try for a third because yeah. you know going into IVF um, you have this mentality of I just want a baby. I just yeah. want a baby. I want a baby. I'll do whatever it takes. I just want a baby. Um, so they retrieved twenty two eggs for me. Twenty two. Twenty two. A whole football team. Girl. Yes. Yes, I, I really am. So it was actually a quick fix, which I'm really thankful for. Um, but yeah, we had 22 retrieved and five were viable embryos. So they put them in the freezer. Um, and, you know, before I went through this, I didn't know what it would be like on the other side. Like once you have kids, mm-hmm. what is it like to have three frozen embryos? What is that like? It is torment, I got to tell you. And I never expected it. So if anybody's going through... IVF just be prepared for after what are you going to do because it's a moral dilemma I mean it's just so you didn't that's something you really probably don't think about ahead of time all you want is a baby and you're just one track mind so y'all had five embryos five embryos yep two of them stuck stuck. so we had three left after the twins and I just thought you know God you have given me the responsibility of five embryos and I will use them. Uh, if I, if this means I have five kids, God help me, but I'll have five kids. Okay. So that's what you decided. It is. And I, it's just my <clears throat> conviction. That's not everybody's conviction. Um, because you're like, there's three kids out there. Yes. And, and once you see, you know, they hand you on transfer day, the picture of the embryo. Um, and so in our case, we had these two embryos. Doesn't look like much, but they're like, that's where the baby is going to form. And this is what's the placenta. And I mean, it's just crazy that you see it on a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they develop into this. And it's like. So well, you're like, I can't how? just let these sit in a freezer. How can you? And I think I'd have a problem with if I adopted them out, knowing that my children were out there roaming. Oh, because people can adopt embryos out. Yep, yep. So, you know, they you do like a checklist of um, you can have them donated to science. You can have them ad- donated for adoption or just discarded. Oh, wow. Okay, so that uh, is a moral dilemma. Very much. You're very much playing God in this. Um, so it's an unnatural feeling and you just took a lot of prayer and I, I just feel like it is my moral duty to give them a shot. And so, you know, last I was with you actually the day after the I transfer know. and I was like, Oh, I'm feeling cramps. Like I think yes. I'm pregnant. Yes. I wasn't even kidding around. Like it's, it's going to be a girl. Cause they said that this was an overachieving embryo. Uh, Cause you can't um, tell what it is. You can't, I did not do genetic testing. Okay. Personally, just another conviction. I felt like, um, yeah, how'd you decide not to do that? So for me, it really boiled down to, um, David and I did genetic testing on ourselves and there was nothing that was like a, a marker for anything serious right so they were like you probably don't have anything um that you're going to pass down and you don't want to get rid of the embryos anyway so you're no. like whatever embryo we're supposed yeah. to have we'll have yeah because a normal <laughs> person doesn't get the uh the privilege to pick out to their pick yeah you know and so that's just how we felt convicted and like this whole ivf process nothing is a surprise right and we just wanted the gender to be a surprise. Okay, I love it. Yeah, so we were like, if something's going to feel natural, we want it to be that we don't know the genders. And I will say, after losing this, the embryo... Um, so oops, how, how did that process go? <laughs> now we have balloons. <laughs> yes. He knows. Hey, he knows it's not a party without balloons. That's right. He's like his mama. Um, so what did you so ask? So how Sorry. did that process go? Okay. all finding out? And how did you emotionally deal with that? Because you hadn't emotionally lost an embryo. No, no, I, I haven't. I, in fact, I, to my knowledge, I've never had a miscarriage. Really? No. Um, I just have had a ton of, of negative tests. Yeah. So... Um, we we did the we did one we did we transferred one this time and we did that on a friday 
Um, and they said, you know, within 24 hours, it should, it should start to implant. Okay. So of course I'm, I'm hyper aware of my body. It's so crazy that I was with you on the day you did like, so within the 24 hour window, because yeah. we were doing this trip to St. Jude's with all these wives of country music artists. It was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was actually like on the bus and I remember looking at the clock going, it's one forty nine. That was like exactly 24 hours. And I'm getting these like specific cramps, which the embryo could have started to implant, but then just stopped. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, it, it's like, let's see, that was on a Friday and I, okay, <laughs> we're just going to play, aren't we? Okay. And, um, that I was yeah. supposed to test like a week and a half later. Mm-hmm. And they tell you like, don't, don't test at home. Don't take pregnancy Oh, tests. right. Because it's hard for it to show up. Oh, I'm impatient as hell. So I was yes. like, I'm going to test. I tested with them four days before my blood draw. And you and got it was positive, positive. Okay. at night. But granted, that was twins. Right. So the, the levels were levels. way strong. Um, so this time I thought, well, I'll just maybe do the same. So I tested on like a Friday and it was negative. Okay. But you're like, okay, that's okay. Probably too early. Yeah. Probably jumped the gun. Yep. Then I tested on a Saturday, still negative. And I'm still like, ah, it's probably still too early. You know? Well, then when I get to Sunday and it's still negative the day before the blood draw, I was like, yeah, this is not looking good. So how are you feeling? How I do you still feel have a little bit of hope, man. I am like, if you <clears throat> you know the Enneagram. I am an eight as an eight as an eight, like, and, and seven wings. So I'm like optimistic, future thinking. I'm like, still got hope. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not looking good, but I, eh, there's still a chance, you know? Yes. It's like dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's me. Yeah. Um, if there's one in a million, hey, you're going to take, take it. I'll take it. I love that, cat. So, um, we got to Monday and my blood draw was like, I want the first appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so 815, I'm there getting my blood drawn. They were like, you can pay an extra to have the results today. I was like, yes, here's my money. Yep, <laughs> Take yep, it. Yep. Please give uh-huh. me the results. But I mean, it was agony for like from 815 to 330 in the afternoon. They called me. Okay. And I had all morning really to myself. The kids had napped. Well, then... As soon as I get them in the car to take them somewhere, the phone rings and they're screaming. Okay. And it's the natural, it's natural fertility. And they're like, um, is this a good time? I'm like, it's never a good time. <laughs> you could have called like two hours ago and it would have been a good time. But yeah, so they, they did confirm that it was negative. And how do you process that? You know, I think I was glad I took the test at home so that somebody else wasn't telling me that I kind of knew it for myself you kind of were already thinking it was going that way yeah I was kind of already thinking that and um I just said look you know I'm the type that wants to make sure that I dotted all my I's and crossed all my t's is there anything we could have done differently and she said no everything checked out perfectly with you and she said when it's this when it gets to this point where you have a good embryo it something internally chromosomally was probably wrong with mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um and and that's the part where you have to go okay that's beyond my control that's right that's god you know um it Do still hurts grieve it? i did grieve it and hey lawson hey 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 I was still, um, <clears throat> I was very honest it? with the kids. <clears throat> so I was he very was just honest. up here saying, where's almost your baby in your belly. Right. Um, which that still gets me because, hey, Lawson, can you sit down and do that, please? Listen to mommy. Yes, ma'am. Please sit down and do it. Okay. I'll give you, hey, look, I'll give you my phone. You going to play with this? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you know it's a good day when you get the phone. do? Before a phone? Like you go in a restaurant and. Yeah, I know. What do you do? I guess we played with like the sweet and low packets. Uh, yeah. Or ate butter. <laughs> yeah. And half and half cream and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, um, crackers. Okay. Lawson here. Um, but, you know, I, I think it was not that it's easy because it's definitely not easy. Um, I have two beautiful children. Yeah. And that I'm not going to... Um, I don't want to take away anything from them because I want to just intentionally be 100% there for them, involved with them. And if I take time out for me to just, woe is me, why didn't this work? I'm not one to wallow 
at all. So what do you, how long is, how do you, is it fast? Is it's a fast grieving. It's, so what does it look like for you? It's an hour of crying. You just get, you purge it all? I just purge it all. Like yeah. you just go all the way to the bottom of your feeling fast? Fast. So you move fast. I do. I do. Um, so you're like, okay, I'm going to feel this to the bottom, but yep. I'm not going to stay here. So let me just get in it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So you just get in as fast as you can. Let me wrestle with it for a minute. Yes, I'm sad, but look, God has never let me down, ever. I mean, it might feel like it, but he's never, ever let me just fall or... And you trust that. I do. And and not like... he, he will say, you know, I saw a good quote the other day. I actually posted it to my story of, you know, God's delays are not God's denials. He's not saying no. He's saying not right now. Yeah. And I hear that. How did you learn that? How did you receive that and know that? Gosh, I mean, just reading scripture, being in the word, knowing like in prayer, hearing him, feeling him. Like, have you seen he gives it ha- happen in your life? Like him display that oh well kind of like what we talked about earlier of like saving me from a relationship like I thought that was the road I was going to go down I thought that was you know the person um but he was like no yeah (laughs) no 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 and sometimes I'm stubborn and sometimes it's going to take somebody else to say like my dad yeah like no you got to get out of this Mm -hmm. um yeah I've seen that come to fruition time and time again I mean here's an example right here, you know, yeah. Lawson and Lily Kate, his delay was four years, you know, yeah. after I was seeking and asking and praying. And for what children. did you learn in those four years? Cause you said everything else was fast, but this, the children were, were slow. Yeah. Oh man. Patience. And just, were you ever upset? Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember going to, uh, this is kind of a funny one. I went to Hillary Scott, um, you know, lady a, I went to mm-hmm. her baby shower with Isley. <laughs> so her first pregnancy, um, I was at her baby shower and it seemed like everybody there was pregnant. Like I think Carrie Underwood may have been pregnant too at the same time. Like she was there and I was like, everybody's around me. How pregnant. do you deal with that? Cause you're like, is oh, it ever going to happen for me? It's a, you're happy. You're sincerely happy for those people that you love that mm-hmm. get pregnant, but it's, it still is a wound and it's a pain and it's just like, Oh, it just, it just hurts. It's like a, an, it's like an awful reminder. It's just like salt on a wound. You it's know? like, it is so true. Cause I, I felt that way too for like when we were trying, it yeah. just wasn't happening. And you're just like, is this ever going to happen for me? And you're so happy. Yes. For yes. these other women who are getting pregnant. But at the same time, it is such a painful feeling. And it's so bizarre because I never understood that. Like no. I never understood how that could be a thing. And like, you know, like you hear about, Think women struggling with it and yeah. women struggling with miscarriage, struggling with fertility. But before you're in in it yourself, I never understood that. No, because you don't think it's going to happen to you. Like, no. right? We imagine, you know, as a kid, I was all like, my biggest desire was to become a mom, always. Aww. Like, I was never really career ambitious. Like, that just wasn't me. Like, I wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be a wife. Wanted to be a mom. Because <clears throat> um, I had an incredible mom. So, you know, that's. That's just, I wanted to be her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you just don't think that it's going to happen to you. And then you're like, well, crap. So after that shower, I remember coming home. This was probably the lowest point during that the fertility journey. But I came home and I opened up a bottle of vodka and yeah. lit up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, screw it. Like, yes. you know, I'm in the pit right now like and let me just go all the way I did I sat on my front porch and I just did you just like chug it straight yeah, out of the bottom I, did. <laughs> I smoked and drank because I was I, I, the way I put it was I'm mad at my body yeah I'm mad that my body won't do what it's supposed to do and little did I know it wasn't my body um yeah and that's okay but um so I just learned like okay you can be mad you can throw a fit it's almost like a, t- a temper tantrum with like a two-year-old you know that's I would have those moments um, but that's God's form of discipline. Mm-hmm. And when, when he disciplines us, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's we grow and we mature. And that was my opportunity in those four years to just sit with him. Um, it was a lot like when I was single, mm-hmm. um, just like wanting something so bad. And he kept having to remind me, Kat, I never let you down. Do you remember when you were waiting Remember this period of waiting? This is just another period of waiting. It just looks mm-hmm. a little different. And you, why do you think it's necessary that we wait? 
You said patience. Oh, because he is all knowing. Because what else did it teach you about yourself? You know, just I'm I can be pretty tough. D- David actually wrote a song uh, called Fighter, and you know, Isn't that the just, name of his album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can be pretty scrappy. So when life is scrappy with me, I'm gonna get scrappy back. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let it beat me up, and I'm not gonna stay down. Mm-hmm. Um, I just try to find the silver lining and everything. Mm -hmm. And so what I ended up doing, what a part of the waiting opened up my eyes to was, okay, maybe I do have a little bit of career ambition, but if I'm going to do something as a career, um, I had majored in broadcast journalism and didn't do squat with that. So I was like, what else is something I'm passionate about? Just truly passionate. Where can I make a difference? And I was like, oh, it's children. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm craving for a child. Mm-hmm. What can I do in the meantime, in this waiting period, to serve children? So a couple things I started doing was teaching Sunday school at my church. Aww. And it was the sweetest. So I did, like, kindergarten and actually moved up with them when they went to first grade because I got so connected to them. Uh, and then I started thinking, oh, oh man, I really like this teaching thing. What if I start substitute teaching like in Williamson County? Amazing. So I started substitute teaching and really loved it. And I thought, okay, David's going to think I'm crazy. (laughs) We don't have any money, (laughs) but I want to go back to school. Okay. So I went back to school when I was like 28 and got my master's in education. No, you did not. Yes, I did. And it's something I'm just so proud of because like I said, I'm not like real career ambitious, but when when I'm passionate about something, man, I'm all in. Yeah. And so I taught second grade and it like was... You taught. You weren't just substituting. I know. Then I got, actually became a teacher. I, I graduated, um, got my master's and started teaching just like two miles down the street at Granbury Elementary. And it was a wonderful school. But it was there that I got pregnant with my twins. Do you and think so, because you just like finally released control and you're focusing on something else? Maybe. I mean, but I just... <laughs> It, it's it's in that waiting that you have to go, okay, what are you trying to teach me? I'm not going to sit here and wallow in this. Like, w- how can I make this negative into a positive? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I feel like with the waiting, like, because I, I think being in this entertainment industry myself and then being married to Michael, it's like I have felt that waiting for so many periods of my right, life. Right. And it's like now I have like a process. I'm like, okay. If I am in a waiting period and I've done everything I can do that I can think of that feels right, that doesn't feel forced, and I'm still waiting, that I'm supposed to be waiting. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's just like, okay, God, like, why am I waiting? But it's just like, if I can't make a move happen and I've tried everything, because I'm like you too, I'm super proactive, then I'm like, then I'm just supposed to be here. Right. And might as well just try to figure out the lesson or just let it come you know it's kind of like being stuck in traffic mm-hmm. yes when you're is. waiting you're like oh this sucks man go you can't like, get out <laughs> but sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it yeah put on a good song yes you know like make the best of it like find you're another griping, yes you're whining you're honking ain't doing squat for because it. you have one focus to get out of traffic yeah but really what if you have this time to enjoy mm-hmm. something else like yeah. music call a friend yeah you know like exactly like there's and, a, and that's another thing when do you ever just call a friend when do you ever just yeah. pick up the phone well now you can't pick up the phone in tennessee <laughs> use your hands free <laughs> as of today you will get a big fine okay um but yeah call a friend like make the most of it but who knows what you are who knows what you are escaping Truly. in that weight mm-hmm. if we got our way all the time We'd be in a hot mess. Yes, we would. And, you know, just I think about that a lot in traffic. Just, okay, it's cool. I love that. If we got our way all the time, we'd be in a hot mess. Because that is so true. Because we get our sights so set on things. Yeah. And it's like, I have to have this now. And especially, like, even, like, the kid thing. Like, I just came out of that. Like, wanting to get pregnant, miscarrying, not being able to. You, I mean, losing this embryo. You know, it's like, it's, and waiting for your twins. It's like you get so hung up on what you want in the way that you want it. And right. it's so heartbreaking when it doesn't work out. But I, sometimes yes. I think to myself, who do I think I am? Yeah. To just think that I can have everything I want when I want it. Yes. I know. You start to sound like a spoiled brat. You like know? I'm just like stomping my feet because I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And David, you know, when, when his response was, you know, I mean, Kat, like we can't be unrealistic and think that all five of those embryos we're going to take. You but know? you're like, yes, that's what I thought. But I was like, well, I kind of did. You know, like the first two just kind of took. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it is so true. God sees the bigger picture. You know, we're only on this side of eternity. We don't know that side yet. Um, 
so that's the beauty of it. And like, I listened to my devotional this morning, which was so good. Like it was, uh, I have to listen to a podcast cause I'm like too, I can't, <laughs> I can't sit down and read. <laughs> nope. I gotta like, Oh yeah. As I'm picking up the house or doing whatever I have it playing. That's the best. And, um, it was like, you know what? God's already conquered the world. Yeah. What more? Like you can't, I can't. So why all this worry? Why all this fuss? Like, they, I love analogies. Mm-hmm. And so they, they gave the analogy of like, um, do you know what, do you know what fertilizes flowers? Do you know what makes flowers grow? Crap. Literally crap. Yeah. Mulch is crap. Yeah. And so that's kind of how we can, hey. Hey, gang. Well, David and Lily Kate just walked in the door. Love hey, it. Hey, what, uh, what'd they say? My hand, my own lady. Oh, no. Oh, well, don't touch anything. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Poor Lily Kate has hand, foot, mouth, maybe. Mine always just get the throat part, <clears throat> not the hand and feet. Mm. But it's in it's it's the throat. Um, poor little girl, man. She's oh, a trooper no. too. Like she's kind of like me. Like she's gonna play tough, you know. But then I'll yeah. feel her, and she's like hot. I'm like, what hurts on you? She's like, meh. I don't know. Oh gosh. Yeah, and I thought it was maybe gonna be an ear infection, but. Um, back to the crap story. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like when we feel like we are like life's dealt us crap. Mm-hmm. That's fertilizer. Yeah. That's fertilizing us for something in the future. You know, she's, uh, that. <laughs> well, she's sassy. Hey, Lily. Kay. Hey, I need you to go upstairs, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, someone doesn't feel good. I know she doesn't. Hey, can you please go upstairs? Well, you know what the thing is? We're almost at an hour. So how about, yeah. we, I want to talk to you forever. It's I, I, I love the it's whole, we I love the whole life. We got float. the whole fam in here. <laughs> yeah, he's down here. Um, but yeah, just, hey, if you're going through crap right now, just look at it as fertilizer. Yeah, I it, love it's, that. It's just growing you for something, for yeah, something better. It is. Um, and it's just yeah. perseverance. Okay. But, so we're going to wrap up with leave your light. So leave us some inspiration. Hmm. Um, you know, what I'm do you just, think, Lily Kate? I think I'll kind of go back to like what we talked about. <laughs> she, uh, she's a bulldog. Anyways, um, you know, I think I think what I kind of talked about earlier. What's been kind of keeping me going is like I said like God's delays are not God's denials Mm -hmm. so even though it feels like you know he's telling you no it's not never it's just not right now so whatever it is you're going through whatever weight you're going through find the silver lining put on a good tune man like yeah just we're all in this together and you're you're worrying is not going to do anything it's not going to make anything happen you know I tell that to David all the time about, you know, just his career and it's everything. It's hard not to worry. It is. But What's your biggest worry? Um, it's, it's probably silly, but my biggest worry is not feeling wanted. Really? Yeah. Not feeling, uh, yeah, like I kind of have this fear. <clears throat> I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have this fear of like, uh, yeah, not feeling needed or wanted. Really? That's it. Yeah. Do you, yep. what do you do when you're in the bottom of that worry? Um, pray. I mean, just like what I do with a lot of stuff is just, you know, it, that probably doesn't seem real to some people if you're, you know, not a believer, but that's what works for me is like being reminded of my worth and just being confident in who I am. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of got to face it. There's maybe some people that might not like me or not, know. not gel with me. But it's hard, though, because you want them to like you. I do. So, yeah, that's probably my biggest my biggest fear. I would just want people to like me. I, I have that, too. Yeah. I really want people to like me. And Well, I like you. <clears throat> I like you. <laughs> and I think Thanks. you have it going on. I mean, Thank look you. at you just running this life. Oh, it's it's fun. Yeah. It is very, very fun. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. And, hey... We're going to try another transfer soon. So life might get a little bit crazier. Yeah. Come back then when I've got three. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love your optimism, though, and your attitude on it all and trusting the process and patience and God. I mean, that's so amazing that you can go there and, like, believe that, you know? He knows your heart's (laughs) desire. And and you know what? He hurts when you hurt. He hurts when I hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's in it with us. And that's just what I have to kind of keep telling myself is I'm not alone and it's all going to be all right. <laughs> keep on trucking. Kat, you're amazing. And <laughs> we didn't you. even talk about the story of you and Caroline Bryan at tennis camp. 
Like, I wanted to talk about that. Y'all went on, like, an adult away camp where, like, this you guys... was That was, like, three years ago. Yeah, she went that one time, and she never went back. <laughs> Caroline, why did you not go back? <laughs> I love that y'all, like, went to, like, an adult She's camp. so cool. I mean, we she's don't care. She's the funniest person ever. Oh, she's a hoot. And, yeah, we stayed in these dorms and went to adult tennis camp. And then I brought, <laughs> this last year, I brought Kelly Haywood. Dave's she's wife amazing. from Lady Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, she just started with tennis. Well, she's like so competitive. Like we're both real scrappy on the court. Like if you want to see a show, come watch Kelly and I play against each other. I mean, legit. yeah, yeah. Bring earmuffs because there's some there's some words that there's go some down. Words flying, not Look, just we, balls. Lo- we say we love Jesus, but we cuss, but we cuss a little. <laughs> <laughs> we do, but yeah, we have fun. I think. Hey, I'm big on Brene Brown right now. Yeah, all about like adult play. Yes, because man, when did we lose that? When did you just like stop playing? Like go next door, knock on your neighbor's door, and be like, "You want to come outside and play?" Yes, that's like what we did at tennis that is camp. So true. Yeah. Why did we stop playing? I don't know, but I guess that's my light. You know what? Go play. Go play. Life's a playground. Indulge. Enjoy. Yeah. I love love it. it. Go on the monkey bars. Go down the slide. Why not? Don't be scared. You're too old. (laughs) We only think we are, but we're not. Yeah. I know. Kat, you're amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh my gosh, you're the best. Hey, cheers. Let's finish these root beer floats. Heck yes. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.